Welcome to Art Star Scene on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Lucille Tiamore. With me in the studio is... Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin has had a very, very interesting day. Um, and he's helping me on the mic. He, I mean, on the on the board here because I fucked up already. <laughs> but um, he had a very interesting day. He started the day at a funeral and then went to a baby shower. And that's a very interesting sort of juxtaposition of um, life and death. Um, and, you know, they say like God... Um, you know, when when he takes one, he gives one. But, like, usually you don't see, like, real signs of, like, taking one and giving one. You know what I mean? But God actually, like, played that out for you today. Uh, in, a, in a matter of speaking, yes. <laughs> Do the people that you who died and the person who was born know each other or it wasn't unrelated? So this is so these are two completely unrelated things. Uh, the person that died was a uh, was a neighbor of mine. She had been uh, battling cancer for the last two years, and she she fought very very valiantly. But unfortunately, she uh, she wasn't able to uh, pull through. And your mom, I mean, if you if you mind me saying, your mom helped her through that struggle, right? So I mean, that yeah, my mom had uh, my mom was uh, very very instrumental in uh, uh, helping her with her uh, doctor visits. Uh, moral support, t- uh, uh, keeping her company through the night, making sure that she was okay. Yeah, I mean, please let your mom know that I, you know, am here to support her in this time because, you know, um, I know how, like, hard that can be because, like, um, you know, luckily David has, like, a new prognosis now from New York Prez, but, like, at Brooklyn Hospital, they said he was about to die, and I was the, you know, I'm his main contact. So the doctors call me, and it's a very hard thing to hear um, while you're trying to support somebody through their healing that they're not going to heal. Um, right. And that's a very, like, it's, like, so... Like, I don't, you, you don't know how to prepare yourself for something like that, you know, and um, luckily, like, New York Press has a different prognosis for David, and they said he he has, like, 20 more years to live, which okay. is a lot, like, you know, different than dying in your young 40s, you know? Right. Because um, David was born in 1981, so, like, that's, like, you know, what, like, 42? 43. Two forty three. Yeah, so that's like way too young for God to take you, you know. And um, but like you know, in your young sixties, like that, you know, it's very young still. But it like it's still, you know, you can live a whole life that way, you know. And and I feel like I would be much more like I'm not going to ever be at peace when David dies, but I would be much more at peace if he died at that time than if he dies mm. now, you know. Yeah. And I did like you know, but he does need to like stop smoking. You know, my, me and my mom talked about it last night, like, because he could live longer than 20 years if he stopped smoking. I mean, you're ultimately, you're the master of your own destiny, so. I have stopped smoking. I am vaping, but I'm vaping, like, very little. Like, the reason I, like, my doctor said, or the doctor at the shelter said that vaping is actually worse than, than smoking, but the thing is, is, like, it's all how much you're doing of each one. So when I have a pack of cigarettes in my hand, like, I'm like, whoa i'm rich like i'm just gonna like, keep smoking these like i feel great the, the, cigarettes taste great you're gonna like keep smoking them one after another um so like i'll have one cigarette every once in a while if someone offers me one um but i don't ask for them and i don't um like i don't buy them and then with the vape i'll, I'll take like, a hit of the vape and then put it down i'm not smoking like uh, like like think of how many hits you get out of a cigarette 
you're 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 asking the wrong person. I don't smoke. I mean, you're at least getting like sixteen like sixteen pulls or something. You know, I'm not going to take sixteen pulls from a vape. Some people do, and like I've seen people like I've seen these boys like they take they buy these like fancy vapes and they take these like gigantic rips and they make like, a whole smoke cloud. That seems like a little dangerous. You know, I can see why you might get popcorn lung, which is what like that they're concerned about. Um, mm-hmm. There haven't been a lot of cases of popcorn lung from tobacco vaping though. There's the cases of. T- popcorn lung have actually been from marijuana because those are not regulated um and like like the problem with marijuana being legal is we still have not regulated the cell of marijuana so a lot of the this stuff they they had like vitamin e oil in some of the, the um like in some of the um weed oils and they don't don't really? put that in the tobacco and the vitamin e was actually what was giving the popcorn lung i actually am more educated about this than the doctor i saw at the shelter but um you know because i am like trying to learn like what could kill me but um the thing is like obviously anything can kill you and like tobacco is not great but like i think like you have to figure out like what is like the lesser of all evils and like for right now i'm like severely i started tobacco at 16 it's my most severe addiction like it's my only real addiction like the other things i can just like drop when i go to the hospital i don't fiend for them with like tobacco i'm like crying over it i'm like Mm. please please i mean i texted you when i was in the hospital and i was like nobody would choose to stay here because there's no tobacco here (laughs) you remember that yeah i remember that (laughs) and why you nicely gave me my phone in the psych ward that was crazy (laughs) But um, so what was it like to go like right from a funeral to a baby shower? Um, it was honestly, I was expecting it to be a lot different, but uh, then it turned out to be. I mean, it, I mean, they were both very emotional in in very different ways. My uh, my neighbor, she uh, she had been my neighbor for. Almost 20 years. Like at this point, I don't remember how, like, how long she'd been living there because she, like, she'd lived there for so long. And, uh, it was really, really, really heartbreaking watching her, uh, watching her slowly deteriorate over the uh, last couple of years. And, and she, she sadly, uh, passed away in her house. And one of the things, one of the things I'm, like really, like this is a side note. It's something I really, it's kind of eating at me. Um, she wanted to see me before she passed. I thought mm-hmm. there, thought I had a little bit more time to see her. The uh, the night I was gonna go see her was actually the night she passed. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so sorry, Calvin. But like you know, the thing is, is like maybe just like knowing that you were coming was like enough. You know, like. Yeah. And like she, you know, it, it, like she, she couldn't hold on, but knowing that you were coming was enough to know that like, like, you, you, like, did, did she know you were coming? Uh, she didn't know. She didn't know I was coming. Okay. Like, well, people scarcely know things too. It's going to, I was just going to uh, drop, by. Drop, yeah, drop by real quick. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Calvin. That is very, it's very hard to not be able to say goodbye. Um, you know, the one thing is though, like when you often like, get there to say goodbye in my experience like they're 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 so not there anymore that you're really not able to get the closure you think you're gonna get often yeah i think i just it was just more of like me wanting to like send her send her away well yeah give her uh 
give her that one last thing she like one of the last things she she had asked for. I know, I know, and like, but you know, you you give so much to so many people, Calvin, and like, you know, like part of why your mom is able to focus on her is because like you help your mom so much. You know, and like, like you, so you were giving to her because things are not just directly giving. Sometimes it's indirect giving. And like, if you weren't there supporting your mom in the way that you support your mom, you, you support your mom so many ways. Like, I don't want to get into it on the air, you know, I mean, for your privacy, but you support your mom in so many ways. And that gave your mom the strength to then be able to go and help her. So that is indirect giving, you know, and giving is not, does not look just one way. Right. I think about the last time I saw her, she, uh, uh, she was, she wasn't, she wasn't doing very well. And, um, um, my mom and her son needed a hand getting her downstairs to, to the, uh, to the cab to take her to the hospital. Um, me, uh, me and her, me and her son, like we're both about, we're both around the same age and we, uh, we both, uh, we both, um, held her up and, uh, and helped her step by step walk down the stairs, walk across the uh, courtyard to uh, get her down to the uh, get her down to the uh, to the cab. And she was she was just incredibly grateful for that. She 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 understood that she like if it were if it were any other any other situation, she she would try her best to like do that like try to like get there herself but she was just it so incredibly weak it takes community it doesn't like we don't we, we're meant to be community creatures we're not meant to be living on our own we're not meant to be we all want to do things on our own but we're not meant to like it like this is what it says about raising a child like it takes a, a village it takes a village for people in the beginning of life at the end of life and and I'll, I'll also just the whole way in between you know, I, yeah. I mean, without like, my, like, I don't even necessarily have a village like all living on my block, but in terms of in New York City, I have a whole village. Like, without that, like, I would not survive my schizophrenia. You know, I know that for a fact. I would not survive my schizophrenia. When my mom says, like, you could just move back to Massachusetts, like, it's like, I don't have a community there. Like, I don't have a village there. It doesn't take a family, it takes a village. Absolutely. It takes a village. And so like, I, but I know it's so, you know, my dad also has a hard time taking help. You know, he has Parkinson's and had a stroke and he has like a hard time taking help. Um, he like does accept some help, of course, because he's in a wheelchair. But like that was, it's like, it was a big, um, it's a big ego problem for him. Mm, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, and like, but, um, he like did have a night of like, you know, he, he's not supposed to drink. My mom doesn't want him drinking. So he's not supposed to drink. And he had a night of drinking and my mom was like saying she's going to leave him. So I said I was taking him then and into my community. I'm not leaving him at a house, like in some sort of, we have in the past when he was drinking a lot, a lot, ha had to leave him somewhere because we needed 24 hour supervision, but he's not doing that anymore. So I was like, I'm taking him then. And we're not like leaving him in like supportive, like in some sort of like supportive community. No, like they're not going to like, no, he can't even speak to learn to make friends. Like, no, like, but, um, he, my mom then the minute I said I would do it she she took back her, her job <laughs> but um I remember like I remember that day she was she was so incredibly grateful that uh that I took the time to help that but um 
She and that's what she's going to remember. Day. That's what she's going to remember. She's going to remember that day. Like the people very rarely remember like, like, well, I don't know what you remember in your like next life, but like people very rarely are very with it in those last few days. Like from what I've experienced of life or even before you have like a major stroke or something like that, like before my dad had his stroke, he was not with it. Like we didn't know what was happening to him, but he was not there. Like he's not mentally there. Like the mind and the body are so connected that when your body is failing, your mind is also failing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like with David before he ends up in the hospital, he like might like do something that annoys me or do because he's not really able to listen to me in the same way when he's like very, very sick. And I don't take, take it like I don't hold it against him because if that happens, because I understand like there's a difference between him not like listening to me and my consent or something like that, like in a normal day and when he's sick. There's a difference because your mind, your fat, like you, like everything starts to go, you know? So it's very important that she remembers that day and not like the last day of her life. Like, I don't like pe- people are holding on to the last days of their lives. If anything, like, cause I've seen the light, like I've had a near death experience. It's, I don't really remember what, like the day that like led up to it. I remember how to be in an argument, like with my boyfriend, but I don't really remember. Like, I don't hold on to that. I don't really remember what I remember is the near death experience. Like, like once you're in it, like it's like, I remember like seeing the light. I remember like, it was like such a beautiful experience. And like, I think that going is not as scary as we like, as somebody who's had a near death experience, it's not as scary as people think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like probably the most beautiful experience of my life. I only, I wanted to go like at that point. The only reason I chose to come back is I saw my mother's face like, m- like mourning me. And I decided to like come back for her, you know, mm-hmm. I, like God gave me a choice. I know that sounds very spiritual and like not everyone's spiritual, but I like, that's my memory of the, the experience is like, God gave me a choice and I, and he, but as he gave me that choice, he showed me my mother's face, like mourning me. And I, so I like, but I remember that the death looked much more beautiful than the life. Mm. But like, I just felt like, oh fuck, like I can't do this to my mother. And then she, I came back and she was terrible to me right after. And I was like, I should have just died. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want you to hold on to the fact that you didn't see her. I want you to hold on to like that day that you took her, like that, that you were helping your mom, like so that your mom could help her. I want you to hold on to like, you're a really amazing man, Calvin. Like you, you, you are a community man. You are there for your community. You're always there for me. You're always there for Francis. You know, you're always there. You, you, you're always there for Rachel. You're always there. You know, you're, you're part of this community. I mean, like you're even there for David. Like, and I know you and David don't always get along, but you're even there for David. You're a community man. You know, you're like a gem in this city. Like you're a gem. Yeah. I, uh, I think about that day. I think, thing that kind of stuck out the most about that day was uh her son was like listen man i owe you yeah i told him you don't owe me anything this is what we do this is what we do we don't count like i never think like i don't count what you owe me i just remember who was there for me and i will still be there for someone who was not there for me but i also like will especially remember who was there for me we don't count like I don't count dollars with people exactly. I don't count like, I don't count anything exactly, but I remember who was there for me and I always get them back. And like, the thing is like, 
I worry with like a lack of rent control and like and them force these landlords force us to move year after year and they're like you're not staying with your same neighbors I like worry about like our generation and what is going to happen like without like building that sort of community when we go you know New York City's like fucking us over (laughs) It's like, I don't know, like, like, the mayor, like, Mayor Adams is like a joke. He's sitting here, like, he's like sitting here, like, saying, like, well, if everyone just got a construction job, then maybe you guys could afford rent. That was his, like, newest statement. Well, then who's going to man the delis? Then who's going to, like, be at the grocery store, like, checking me out? What are you talking about? The lowest apartment is under $2,400. The cheapest studio is $2,400 in this city. And you have a less than 1% chance of finding that. That is the statistics that the mayor said. You know, how the, and then, and then that next year it's going to be a $3,600 apartment. So, like, you have no way of, like, staying in your neighborhood with your community. The, the community I had to leave because, like, my rent was raised. Um, you know, um, again, I ended up going to court and winning, but in the end, he still was able to raise the rent. So I still had to go. You know, um, like, I was very close with that community, you know, despite, like, having, um, I was very close with that community and it's like, like, I still talk to them on Facebook and stuff, but it's a loss, you know, because what if I'm having a bad mental health day and then, I mean, I'm learning to be close with the girls at the shelter, but I, then I'm not going to know them either. That's like the one saving grace of me going to supportive housing is at least I'll have some like stability and like with a voucher yeah. system, I'm going to have to move here for a year. Whereas like with the like supportive housing, I'll like get to know my neighbors. Yeah. You know, because like you need to, you need neighbors. So who 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 did you go to for a baby shower? Do you do you mind me asking? Oh, uh, I I want to I want to kind of you want to keep I, with this? You, no, no, um, yeah. To, no, I just want to I want to kind of get get through one thing then the other. Then the other, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I, I I have ADHD, so I like tend to mm-hmm. like jump. But like, thank you for keeping me on track. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the so the funeral was actually really really nice and. Kind of notable for me because that was the first time I set in set set foot in church in like five years. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't <laughs> been to church in a long time. Um, like, is it was it a fan, like a like a um was it like what type of church was it? If you mind me asking, um, it was a. Uh, I guess it would be like a a, a Kajik a Church of God in Christ. Okay, yeah, those so, those are like supposed to be nice churches, right? Yeah, it was a really nice church. Um, uh, really nice. Um. Uh, really nice san- uh really nice sanctuary the uh the uh, people there were really nice the uh the pastors were the pastors were uh very kind and um yeah that's what i've heard about them i've heard it's a very like well welcoming and opening community yeah um like i really would like to eventually like find like a church or a synagogue that i feel like would welcome me but mm. it can be hard yeah it can be hard because like um anybody who's like visual visually queer but like i have had some 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 luck sometimes you know mm. um there definitely are churches and synagogues out there that like are accepting you know yeah um, um so, so the, uh, d- does it have to have like stained like is stained glass just catholic or is it like no nope. stained glass is just church period church period <laughs> yeah so did it have like stained glass and stuff yeah they did I like love like watching the light shine through the stained glass, like and like you kind of like really feel God when that's happening. You know what I mean? I've never felt that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it just kind of, 
<laughs> they just look pretty to me. <laughs> it just looks pretty to you. I I had my first like meeting guy experience recently. Um which I know like most people are like, Were you tripping? And I was like, No, I was sober, like, I swear. <laughs> but um I so I now believe in God. Like I like after thirty six years I finally I finally believe in God. Like I was always like, I'm not really sure. I'm like not really agnostic because I do have like a sense that it could be there, but I was sort of like I just didn't really want to take a stance on that like subject. But now I do believe in God, like hundred percent. Um, but I don't know if there's like that, what that looks like. There could be multiple gods. Like, you know, I still don't know, like, like necessarily follow a certain religion, but I do believe in God or a, that there's some sort of something other than ourselves. Okay. Yeah. But like, I was raised to like really believe that, like, as I was, you know, I was my friend who's from like, um, she's from, um, Palestine. She said that like, I'm, you know, Catholics are like, are basically like Hasidics, you know, they're like, um, which is the New York press said the same thing to me. They said like Catholics are the Orthodox of Christianity. So like she said, like you were raised very, very religious. And I was like, yeah, I was, but I had a very interesting situation because my father was telling me that God is not real, but I have to listen to my mother and, and like make her think that I think that God is real because he was like, you always listen to your mother, you respect your mother, you be, you know, you, 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 like, your mother's raising you. I'm not raising you. But, like, he also would tell me, like, people who believe in God are stupid. <laughs> well, your father's an engineer, that's why. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. So he was like, people who believe in God are stupid. Like, But he'd be like, but don't you let your, your mother know that you know that. <laughs> so I had very confusing messaging, like, coming from, like, both parents. Um, But my mother has, like, definitely, like, taken her belief like a lot down but she was not like weird at all when i was like i met god she was like she wasn't like are you high she was like oh oh nice that's nice (laughs) yeah she she made sure to ask that first (laughs) no she didn't ask that she didn't ask that she didn't no 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 she thinks my mom thinks i don't get high anymore joanne thinks like we don't get high anymore like Mm -hmm. i mean which i don't get high on marijuana anymore but Um, no, she, no, she did not ask me. She like really, she like really like a hundred percent bought it and was like, oh yeah, I like you, you were like, um, you, I had cut my hair so that night. So I think like that's part of it is like you, like sh- I shed so much, but like, let's, I, let's, uh, let's, oh, yeah. let's hold off on let's that. Let's hold off the hair. Yeah. That was yeah. the third, the third topic yes. of the night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep going. So, so, um, yeah, really beautiful service. A lot of a lot of people in uh, my neighbor's life uh, came through to pay their respects. Did you well, know a lot re- of them? Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just- I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know outside of um, outside of her children. I didn't know anybody. But um, my it's mom. It's nice knew- to see like how full like adults like the generation above us. They had like these whole lives that we didn't know about. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but um. Something that was really nice about the uh, about the service, um, everybody who spoke the uh, the pastors, the uh, the kids, the family, um, they they made sure to like show love to everyone who helped out my neighbor. And my mom's name came up a lot throughout oh, the service. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And my, and my mom was like, "Please, please, please, please stop calling." Please stop acknowledging me. This is too much. It can, it can be it can be hard to like hear your na- name like called by other people on stage. Like, but that it's I'm it's really important that they did that because like yeah, you know a lot of people are with you in life, but not a lot of people are with you at the end of your life if you're sick. 
and like a lot of people are like fair weather and um I've noticed that like with my dad, like, you know, like he was like presence of the Lions Club, which is a big thing in the suburbs. He was, mm. you know, like he was the boss of all his jobs. He was, you know, he had a lot of friends and like they all left him all high and dry. Everyone when he got sick. Wow. You know, like that's the thing about the suburbs is that like those are not real communities. The city is like real communities. Like you would think the suburbs would be like would be a lot more community oriented because that's what they were built to be. <laughs> Like, my godfather, he's been very bad to me because he, like, is very upset. He's my godfather. So he's, like, he's, like, you know, thinks it's his job to bring me back to God. So he's very upset by me being queer. So he, you know, but I do not take it personally because I don't want him in my own life. But he has stood by my father. And, like, nobody else did. So, like, I, you know, it's really, like, my mom's family stood by my father. But they they set, set my mother up with him. They they all went to school with my father, ah. and um, even though my father's not Italian and not in their little like Italian gang, I think I don't know. There's a Stadelman in the Italian gang here in Mass in New York, and there's a Stadelman. I think the Stadelmans are in the Italian gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> yeah, I think these, the Stadelmans are somehow related to the Italians. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I mean, we don't have a lot of family. The Stadelman, like on my dad's side, like it's a very like um, it's a very small like. There's only a few Stadelmans in in the country. Like it's just a very small situation. So mm-hmm. I think we were sort of somehow like adopted or useful to the Italians. Interesting. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> but like, I will have to say, like, those are the only people who have still like remained with my like, caring about my father is like the is these like Italian men that you know. But one of them is now also passed. Um, so you know, it's just really like, and now my godfather moved. So like, my father really just has my mother and my sister over there, and I, you know, I'm concerned for him, you know, because it really like takes a community when somebody is so sick. Mm. But I know, like, my mom's like, well, what would you do? And I'm like, introduce him to my community. But so, so sorry, go on, though, because we're, I, I'm, I'm my ADHD. I didn't take my Adderall today. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, it was, it was a very, it was a very nice funeral. Uh, it wasn't like, it was emotionally taxing, but not as, not as much as I, uh, was expecting it to be. I think I was more concerned with my mom getting through it because they had her, they had her sitting up front with the family. <laughs> how, how did she, how did she do? Uh, she, she made it through. Yeah. She, she did make it through. And she, uh, she's at, she's at home in probably in bed right now. <laughs> yeah. Do, is it, to, it's not open casket, right? That's just a Catholic thing, right? It's not. Open, oh no, it, it it's not an open casket. Yeah, that's, I don't know why they. You know, that's incredibly stressful for me. But like, it's like Italians always do that. Like, you would you never have a casket unless you were like in the worst car accident ever. But then even then, they would try to fix your face. Like Italians always do open casket. Yeah, most like most funerals I've been to have been uh, open casket. Okay, so that is like so not just an Italian not, thing. Yeah, it's not just not just Italian, not just Catholic. It's 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 a whole like it's it's the norm. So like I guess like Irish people like seem to not like are the people I grew up with. They did not do that. 
Um, really? I grew up in like a very Irish town and like mm. they seem to not do that. Um, or unless it was just like maybe like the people in that town were not doing it and maybe some Irish people, like I don't want to speak for all Irish people, but like in my town, the Irish um, Catholics were not doing it. So it's not just Catholic, like it's not like a Catholic thing. It's like, it was like specifically in my town, like an Italian Catholic thing. But the Irish people who are also Catholic, they were not doing that. So like, seems like a little more probably more, probably more cultural than religious. So it's cultural than religious. Yeah. Yeah. It's cultural. Um, you know, but Italians like have share a lot more culture. They don't share culture with like Irish people as much as they share culture with like, they like uh, historically have lived in cities. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, if they're more city people than my parent, my family, like, my mom grew up in Dorchester, which is like the, one of the roughest parts of, Brooklyn, of Boston. You know what I mean? Mm. It's so, like, we like are coming from like a city family. We're not like a sub- suburban family. My mom, she wanted to raise us in the suburbs, and they were mad at her. They were like mad at her. They were like, "You taking her away from taking the kids away from our family, from from real life, from she, the community, from the community." And she was like, "I need good schools. I'm not paying for the private schools. Y'all paying for? I." Have three kids you know they they were all paying for private schools or for like catholic schools but that's so expensive catholic schools are expensive you know um for three kids it's expensive and um the option was like if we were doing poorly socially in high school then you could be sent to um like my brother just got to go to catholic school but like me i didn't get offered until i was doing socially poorly but then i didn't want to go to like an all-girl catholic school so i stayed at my high school but okay um yeah. Um, so, do, do you want to say anything else about the funeral before you move on? I, before we move on to the baby shower, I want to read the um, on your copy. Okay. Do you, yep, but, do, do you have anything else to say about the funeral before I read the copy? Uh, I think I think I've said all on the funeral. All I all I need to say. Yeah. Okay. Then I want to hear about the baby shower. Okay. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener supported radio. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression. Oh, maybe you should just do this because you're right. You already started. All right. <laughs> in public art, we rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash donate. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And am I supposed to read all these? Yeah, there's uh, there's two reads there. Okay. there. Yeah, I think two. Uh, two one has two. two copies of it. Yeah, one has two copies. Okay, okay great. Should we do it all at once or? Yeah. Just, yeah, we we'll get it over with. Yeah. Okay. The Shuffle Music Trivia, all about love at Star Bar, uh, Wednesday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Um, and um, it's free. Uh, no, 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 it's five dollars. They really yeah. fucked me up here. I have, I, have, I have ADHD. They really should have wrote it free and then it's five. Oh. <laughs> I want to cross out. Is that. it free? Okay, <laughs> it, it's not free. It's five dollars. Um, go to the Shuffles Instagram page at at um underscore the underscore shuffle underscore, and the Eventbrite link ticket link is on the link in the bio. I'm not sure if you can do, do tickets at the door, but usually you can. Um, get ready to tune into the ultimate music and trivia experience. Join us at Starbar. That's all, all. I already read all that. I'm not gonna read all that. They they just repeated everything. Do I have to read the whole copy? 
Um, probably yes. should. Okay, okay. Just, they just repeated a lot. Did you write this? Nope. Okay, good, because I was like, am I criticizing the person who wrote it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's music-centered trivia night, brought to you in collaboration with Radio Free Brooklyn and The Shuffle. Whether you're a music aficionado or just looking for a fun night out, this event is for you. Gather your friends, assemble your team, and get ready to put your music knowledge to the test. This month's theme is All About Love. That sounds fun. To secure your spot, head over to Instagram and find us at um, at Thiesh underscore Shuffle for the sign-up. Link tickets are $5. Mark your calendars, set your alarms, and make it a date on February 28th at 8 p.m. Star Bar is where the mag- music magic happens. We can't wait to see you there. Okay. Um, and then if you aren't into trivia, there's another event, which is um, the March 11th, 2024. Oh, no, that's kill date. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have read this Just before. go. Just just read the body of the text. Skip the body the, of the text. Skip the, yeah. yeah. Skip, skip up here. Come celebrate independent music communities at the fifth annual New Colossus, a five-day showcase festival taking place March 6th through 10th at eight independent music venues on the Lower East Side. This year's festivals will in- feature over 130 emerging artists from all over the world, as well as the Ditto X New York City 24 music conference and networking event. Be sure to swing by Arlene's Grocery on Wednesday, March 6th for the new Colossal Festival Welcome Party presented by yours truly, Radio Free Brooklyn. Information regarding badges and show schedules can be found out at www.newcolossalfestival.com. That actually sounds... New Colossus Festival. Oh, shit. See, I really shouldn't have done this today. Mm. I really need my Adderall. Newcolossusfestival.com. Okay. I'm so sorry, guys. We're live radio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, New Colossus, so C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S, um, festival.com. That actually sounds really fun. It's So it's March 6th to the 10th. Yep, and Ready Free Brooklyn's kicking off the, uh, kicking off the, uh, the kickoff party. Yep, at March, on March 6th at Arlene's Grocery, which I really love Arlene's Grocery. Yeah, that's a great venue. It's like one of my favorite venues in New York City, and like I'm really happy they survived. Um, and it's like right across from the Slipper Room, um, which is like, you know, my alma mater. Um, you know, that's where I started, you know, really like got my start performing. Um, and like, I, you know, I think they're both very good venues. Um, and I'm happy they both survived. Yeah. Same here. I'm really happy they both survived, you know, like, because a lot of that neighborhood has, like, pretty much all of that neighborhood has flipped, except for, like, the Delancey, the DL, um, uh, pianos. Room, pianos. Um, and then, like, there's also, like, there's a few others that have not flipped. Um, Mercury Lounge. Mercury Lounge. Um, the, there's um, another thing that we're ready for Brooklyn is having a thing at the Parkside Lounge, just stayed. Parkside Lounge, yeah. Yeah, um, but like mostly that has flipped, that whole neighborhood. And like nothing that's new seems that interesting. That's because it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Not to say like you can't like start, like I'm not, like if you're dreaming about starting something new, not to say you can't start like something that's amazing. You know, it's just like the people who are starting new things aren't like starting anything amazing because they're just like, like big investors who are not really putting their, it's not their love story. Like this, I, I know like the person who owns the slipper room very well. That's his love story. That's his love story. You know, he like left, he was a very successful, um, club owner who left it to like do, to, to like have this love story, like, you know, project. Like he like put his heart, soul and everything in and like, you know, risks his like, 
you know, kids' college educations on, like, like putting more money into that. Like, he was mm. like, you know, he really gambled. Like, when when his lease was up, he was like, I either need to put a lot more money in or I need to, like, pull out. And he decided to put more money in, but he was scared. You know, it's a scary thing to do that. And, um, like, you know, the, the people who are, like, who are old school venue owners in that neighborhood have worked very hard to stay there, have worked very hard to give you good content and, like, good nights. And we should be supporting them. Yeah, like one of the things that makes me uh, particularly sad is uh, finding out that Rockwood Music Hall had to give up uh, stages two and three. Oh, no. And I really liked stage two. Yeah, I stage remember. two was my favorite. Yeah. Like stage two was my favorite, too. Um, I like rarely have been to stage one or three. Um, like I pretty much always like my friends always end up at stage two. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Like they always so. end up at stage two. I don't know why. Like, like when, whenever my friends play, they always end up at stage two. Um, so that's kind of like feels scary to me. Like, because that's like the right amount of seats, I think, for or like, like that seats, was a, like the right amount of size, you like know, they have, like Rockwood two was like the perfect size venue, perfect, perfect size, size venue. small venue. It's perfect. Like, so I. I feel like I'm kind of scared for, you know, my brother, he ended up, you know, he's, he was a punk. Um, he had a punk band. He's had, he's had multiple punk bands since I've been in New York city. And he, you know, he was also an actor and he just like said like the theater world, the music scene, it's all dead and I'm leaving, you know? And it, I get it. I get it. Like, it's like, uh, it's, um, this is, yes. it's like a hard time. This is a hard time in New York city. And like at yeah. $2,400 a studio, like, no, that's not tw- that you have a one percent chance of finding twenty four hundred dollars studio. I'm sorry, one yes. percent chance. It's not you can't even find a twenty four hundred dollars studio. That's why everybody's leaving New York in droves because everything's so goddamn expensive. But I don't want to leave. Y'all. I don't want to leave either. But like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Either leave or stay and fight. I think we're gonna stay and fight. Can we fight? Radio Free Brooklyn's fighting, so uh, Radio Free Brooklyn's fighting really hard, and like, like, that's why, like, one of like one of the things that we really want to do is like, like, support one of the reasons, these venues, and, yeah, support these venues. That's why that's one of the reasons why we wanted to um, collab with the New Colossus Festival. And as a side note, uh, big thank you to Hannah Hecht for for uh, putting that collaboration together. Hannah Hecht is the host of Punkish here on Radio Free Brooklyn, and she had some connects and uh, was able to was able to. Uh, is she in the theater world too? What's that? Is she in the theater world too? You would have to ask her. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. It's, I think, I like know a Hannah who I think her last name is Hecht from the theater world. And I'm oh. wondering if it's the same girl. She was in this band. Um, I forget the name of the band, but it's a very good band. And, the, but they also, the band like worked with the theater world a lot too. Um, oh, okay. And I'm wondering if it's the same person. She's like very well connected and very smart. Yeah, I'm not sure how. It's kind of a like, common name, but it's not like, yeah. <laughs> that common of a name, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big, big, big shout out to Hannah, and also to Sam Wolf for uh for helping making this happen Sam as Wolf. well. So Sam Wolf is amazing. He has really been like, uh, like a like a star for this station, and like and so, yeah. and you too, Calvin. Like we, you know, like like it's interesting because we didn't have you or Sam when we started, but like without either of you, I feel like, you know, we would be, you know, floundering, you know, and like we, like we did have, we did have Tom who was like, who, Oh, they're, they're amazing. But they was, both uh, told me they wanted visionary. to like, like, they wanted to step back. They, they were big visionaries at the beginning of radio free Brooklyn, but like, uh, uh, Tom and Rob, you know, can't, like, can't do this forever, uh, forever. And, 
Hey, Tom, uh, Tom stepped back. He's part of the uh, board of directors now. From day one, but, that was their plan. Like, so like from day one of starting the station, they were mm-hmm. like, I'm, we are not doing this for the kids. Like, like we so, need to find people who are willing to do this for us. So like, we're, like, we're incredibly grateful for the uh, brainstorming session that, um, that uh, Tom and Dr. Lisa put together. And like, that's really what kicked off this second win that, Radio for Brooklyn is starting to have and like now mind you that was only that was only last month yeah Dr. Lisa and I sat at the um, Christmas party and we were like brainstorming like we were like we were like who do you think's gonna run the station when when like Rob and Tom are just like we're done and like we, <laughs> <laughs> and we actually brought up you and you and you and Sam <laughs> me and me and her together we were like we were like, I, th- I was like I-, I brought you guys up and she was like I think you're right I think you're right yeah <laughs> and like because she was like getting scared that they're just gonna drop it at one point you know like that they're gonna get tired yeah because like that's just like you know like like you have to give people like the the ability to get tired of things at a certain age and mm-hmm. just like you know but like luckily we have like such a good like community here where i don't think that like yeah, we're not gonna let this die without steam. a fight no <laughs> like i don't think we would lose any steam yeah so, but let us get back to what we were planning on talking we're about because on talking it's, it's 742 <laughs> <laughs> so Immediately after me uh, leaving the funeral, I uh, I went over to uh, uh, my little sister's baby shower. She's 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 on baby number three, and Aww. like I I feel like it's so it's a weird like life kind of got past all of uh, all of us. I have I have two younger sisters from my dad, and I haven't seen I haven't seen them since my dad died. Really? Yeah. I don't see my siblings very often either. So I understand that it's like, it's, I think it's just been really hard. Yeah. You know, I think like it's just so expensive to live now that like traveling to see, like, are they, they're not, are they in New York city though? Uh, my sister, uh, my sister, uh, uh, that's having a baby just found out lives in Canarsie. So it's like, so so Canarsie is like, it's, I know it seems close, but like I taught in Canarsie and it's like, actually not not close. close. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like Canarsie felt like I was like, I was like, I was like, like am I, I in Queens? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had to take like a bus, two buses, a train. Like it was like to get to my Canarsie <laughs> school. And then I almost like got a job there. But then unfortunately, one of the kids asked me what my gender pronoun was. I said I was a they, them. And they fired me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually, it was like, unfortunately, but, n- but kind of fortunately, because then I got yeah. hired in, Park- in Crown Heights, which was like so much easier for yeah. me. So it worked. It worked out. Okay. It worked out in my favor. Yeah. <laughs> it was unfortunate, but it was sort of fortunate. <laughs> so, uh, so it was my, so my sister that's having a baby, she lives in Brooklyn and my other sister that lives in Maryland. Uh, she, she came in. She came, uh, she came up from Maryland. Nice. That, and, that's nice that you got to see everybody. Yeah. I feel like birth brings and, everybody together like that. Yeah. You know? And I got to, I got to see their mom who I, who I also haven't seen since my dad died. And are um, you close to their mom? Um, we are actually. Yeah, you're the type of person where like you like you wouldn't be like bitter about something like that. You would be very close. You yeah. know, like I know like some some children can take that like very hard, but like you're not that type. I can't imagine you were that type of kid. No, nah, that wasn't me. Yeah, like, she she loved me. She loved me like I I was her own, and so that's amazing. I could, so. So you I had can like, never two mothers. That. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Like because I you know. 
I've been lucky enough to have some like extra mothers in, in adulthood and like it doesn't take away my, my love for my own mother, but like it really, like right. it almost adds to my love for my own mother because when I, my own mother can't handle it or can't like come, come to the plate, like somebody else is there to come to the plate and then I'm not mad at my own mother. Oh, I, I got you. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, your mom, mom to, probably oh. always go, comes to the plate. Oh yeah. Your mom, like you, you, like I only met her once, but his mom is like such, such a lovely, lovely person. Yeah, but um, got to the uh, got to the baby shower. Walked in, my two sister, my two sisters looked up, saw me, was like, "Hey, Cece." That's my <laughs> that's my that's my nickname on my dad's side. That's cute. <laughs> I like that nickname. <laughs> it's weird how we have like so many names in life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like in, in different communities, we're mm-hmm. known to different people. <laughs> that's why I feel like you know people think like. The DID is really weird with me, but I said to this one girl who was shitting on me, like who had, let's drive it back down. So, um, <laughs> let's so, back, 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 back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, like, we all we all saw each other and say and said hi to each other, like we saw each other yesterday. <laughs> that's and amazing. That's. that's that's one of the, that's one of the things I, I absolutely love about my sisters. Like it, it can be years since we years since we seen or talked to each other, and that's it'll amazing. be just it'll be just like ain't no thing. Life happens, <laughs> and they um, and they understand that. How many months pregnant is she? Um, eight. She's gonna she's having a baby next month. Wow, wow, that's wow. Like, and my, that's a lot to do. Like when you're that many months pregnant, to like go and go to a party. But, but like my sister. My sister is my sister is an absolute wonder woman. Like she, she can handle anything. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's she's probably the strongest of all three of us. <laughs> I can believe that because like, you are you are definitely like um you're like a Superman quality like to you like I can believe that all your siblings are sort of um extraterrestrial not extraterrestrial <laughs> extra what, what's it called when you have like, extraordinary super, extra extraordinary yeah like when when you have all the superhero powers extraordinary I guess right I thought it was extraordinary. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know what they call the superhero powers. I read a lot of comic books, but I still don't. I don't know. Like my childhood is a blur. <laughs> so, um, so, so your sweet. brother? Did your brother go? Or no, he couldn't because he's like um. My, he, uh, my brother's not related to my sister. Your brother's not related to your sisters. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your uh, sisters are both younger. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, the the one having a baby is three years younger. The uh, the youngest one is four years younger than me. Okay, so, so you have you have four siblings total. Three. I mean, you all together are four. Is what I'm yeah. to say. Like you, you uh, including between you my brother four. and and my my sisters is four of us. Four of you. Nice. Did so, they have any other siblings like uh, besides you? Yeah, they had they had a they had a they had an older brother from their mom, but he passed away. He passed oh, away sorry. actually a couple couple of months before our dad passed away that was a rough year for them that's that must be rough yeah Yeah. like young deaths are just so hard yeah um but uh, going back to the uh baby shower we we were we were really happy to see each other it was really emotional for me because i really i really really did miss them but like i had such a had such a shit year last year like i like i didn't really do a good job keeping uh keeping in touch with them and uh, keeping in touch with their mom and uh they won't she, take that personally their mom did kind of she, she did <laughs> that generation is a little different but, than our generation but it was but it was <laughs> it was a it was in a playful way she she's like i'm um like 
don't take it that I was uh, that I'm mad at you for uh, not keeping in touch. I just really miss you. And I, tr- I had to try really hard not to cry because I really missed her, too. And the thing is, is I think that generation is used to sort of like, like they're, they, like our generation like has been like pushed with things that like, um, your sisters must understand that you're, you're like, um, you know, like, like the second mom doesn't understand is like, like we were, we all, we all understand the isolation. It's like, there is like, we have been pla- like placed with like so much stress, like, but like this teacher salary is the exact same as it was when a house was worth $10,000 and a house now is worth like a million dollars. Like that's like a literal, like that's what like the, the that's like the, the, we have not been any raised. Like people were buying their houses for $10,000. That's like a portion of what it, but now it's a million dollars. Even a year's salary can't buy you a house. Right. So like it, we, like we are like being pushed to these like, extremes, our generation and yeah. like, like, what do you think is going to happen is we, I mean, I also am taking a class on history of mental illness. I just finished it. And they do say there's like a lot of narcissism in our generation, but I don't think it's like, I don't think so. Do you think there's a lot of narcissism? Not in yeah. your family and not like you're not. I mean, there, I mean, there's plenty of narcissism out there and I, it, it all depends on what, uh, there is plenty depend, of narcissism out there. You're depend, right. Depends on like how people were raised in like, family situations and life situations so but getting back to the getting baby back shower, to your baby hair does your family a, do a boy or do they tell you if it's a boy or girl it's a boy it's a boy wow very excited because my uh my sister's two other children are girls so you get to but like I, oh that's so exciting so, get, so i'm gonna have a second nephew now my uh my brother's my brother's son he's he's in his 20s now good lord <laughs> so so get so get to get to have a boy in a family. I'm so sad my dad is not around to see to see. Oh <laughs> see yeah, his grandson. I know that is hard. But ev- very hard. But the hilarious part is like everybody, uh, everybody was at the baby shower. Like my um, um, my sisters, their mom, uh, their uh, their mom's brothers who were there. They were all like, "My God, you look just like Calvin." <laughs> my <sighs> my dad, my dad, Calvin Senior. Your dad's Calvin Senior. Yeah. yeah. Did she have a name for the baby boy yet, or no? Uh, not uh, not sure yet. Not sure yet. Uh, probably find out when uh, when he's born. When he's born, yeah, yeah. Usually but, people uh, don't announce that before, but like some people do. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like it was really emotional for me because I hadn't seen everybody in so long, and this was actually the first time I uh, I got to meet my second niece. <gasps> oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! How old is she? She's. Uh, little over a year old, I think, like maybe oh. 15, you know, fourteen, fifteen months. Yeah, I've yeah. only met my my nephew twice. You know, um, yeah. I I see his birthday party right now because of like being in the shelter. So I understand yeah. it's hard to like see your siblings sometimes. But um, my little uh, my little sister was uh was looking after her while um, while my sister who was having a baby was uh chatting with chatting with everybody and uh excuse me. Um, getting um, uh, getting presents thrown at her. <laughs> yeah, and, and my little sister was like, "Hey, hold the baby." And I was, Aww. I was like, "Yes, I get to hold the baby." Yeah, and I got, I got to hold her. I got to, got to give her the biggest hug. And I, again, try not to cry, but like, 
Do you this ever is my feel first like time seeing her. family knows that they're family? Like I like maybe it's just I'm very good with kids, but my nephew, he like he like, like he's normally like, he's even shy with my dad, but with me, he like travels me around with people places. He like takes me places. Like I feel like kids are able to know when somebody is family. Uh, this baby, possibly, but um, she was too. Uh, but uh, my sister gave gave her over to me while she was in the middle of eating, and she was like, "Listen, man." I'm, I'm she's hungry. having snacks. I'm in. I'm in the middle of dinner. Uh, you you seem cool and every everything, but like I need to. Snacks. I need to. I need to get back over here and get to my food. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is most. She might, that's kids like she might end up being all the time. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to choose favorites be, between the three, but she's a chow hound, and so like she and I are definitely. You guys get are gonna along. be like have it like so like. <laughs> What Rachel and I always said is we were like nothing like, you know, especially after Rachel and I were recovering from anorexia, like we like have a lot of friends who like do not enjoy food and it's not that enjoyable to go out with them. And we were like, we wouldn't choose like sometimes we'd be like, do you want to go out with Calvin tonight? Because I just don't want to be around people not enjoying their food. (laughs) (laughs) And like we like we just like Rachel and I love the way that you like um enjoy food because like food is meant to be like an enjoyable experience yes. and i grew up like feeling like w- being raised that way you know what i mean like mm. as an italian like that yeah. was raised that like to to enjoy your food to cherish your food to you know like we thank the lord for the food and just but like and you are one of those people who really does like you might not believe in god but you still thank the lord for that food oh i i still like sometimes i still do pray over my food so yeah i pray over my food too even when i wasn't believing in god can we play right before we go? Can we play play a song for my therapist? Um, no, no, we'll, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. Yeah, because we. Uh, You're we not talk. telling me sorry. Well, like I got got through about mo- got through about most of it. it was reu- well, nice I, reunion. I Every um, got to see my folks again. It felt really good. Do you have more to say on the, on the baby shower though? Something this it was something I really needed. All right, we'll talk about haircut next week. I want to, I want to, I want to give, I want to give a the song for for. Um, I can just go to Discord, right? No, I don't even know how to do it on this fucking. I forget. Safari will not play ads. Um, brave. Brave will not play ads. Uh, the one, the one that looks like a lion. Brave will not play ads. Okay, I'm gonna play one song for my. So this has been like, like, there's been a lot this week. I got a haircut. I have no hair at all. I was assaulted, um, three times in one day at the shelter. <laughs> um, but um, but most of all, it was a really big week because my therapist of like three years, even longer than that, because I also had her as an intern as my therapist. She um has decided to move on. Um. But, you know, promised me that I, like, um, am ready. And that's the only reason she said I would never have moved on if I had to worry about you. Like, um, and, um, you know, she told me she, she knows the type of person she wants to be because of me. She knows the type of therapist and clinician she wants to be. Like, it was a very emotional thing. But, like, um, I'm going to play a song for her. It's called, um, it's called, um, Take Me High. It's by K5, which is Cascade and Dead Mouse together.
Thank you guys so much for listening tonight. Um, that was the most Calvin has opened up on our show, which has been amazing. <laughs> and um, hold on. Yeah, but glad, glad I had a chance to uh, open up a little bit more. Yeah, maybe one day I'll do it again. We'll see. <laughs> it, wait, we only got one time? You're so good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, we but, uh, we at least had we had it once. Yep. <laughs> Up next is the circuit with Courtney Love. So please stay tuned for that. Lucille, thank you. <laughs> Th- thank you. Thank you for. I didn't take my Adderall today, but Calvin kept me on track. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>